Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. This is the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shad. I write for the Viking Age as well as bringing the news, zone coverage, and the Brookings Register. My co-host is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. And we do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also on Apple and Spotify the very next day in podcast form. But however you consume the show, Don't forget to rate, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode and we can send the word to the masses. Okay, Adam, there are plenty of things I would like to talk about on the show, uh, but unfortunately, we get paid to talk about the Vikings. Um, The Vikings won three to nothing yesterday. That's the good news. Um, (laughs) How are you feeling about this team right now? Because... um, I have I have some thought. Um, the defense is good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I think I saw they're what fifth now in uh, points allowed and yards allowed. Um, yeah, the defense is good. Um, it's kind of it's kind of cool that they had the same score as them in the wild won by the same score yesterday. Uh, yeah, people probably, are pretty easily entertained by that. Group, yeah. <laughs> That's probably never going to happen again. I but hope. they won by the same score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it is pretty funny, but uh, not funny in like a haha kind of way. Um, yeah. Um, game balls for the whole defense. Ivan Pace is a freak. That backflip was insane. It just popped. He just he just did it. <laughs> um, that's just in his repertoire. Um, this the uh, the the keg celebration, keg stand celebration. Uh, couple days after your offensive coordinator got arrested for what dui probably DUI, not the best yeah probably not the best decision but you know it was creative i'll give them that um they won a win is a win and uh they got a lot of work to do and fix until uh till till next sunday uh listen josh jobs he's probably not gonna be the quarterback moving forward i think it's pretty obvious nick mullins is gonna be the guy kevin o'connell said today he's still got to figure things out because i got back late uh from vegas uh what were you doing in vegas why is it so late um i don't know west phillips might have an idea <laughs> but um so you know they gotta he's gotta look at the film to see if mullins was better than dobbs i don't think you need to look at film for that uh so mullins probably be the starter which is fine he can run the offense he looked he looked really good yesterday his, his limited reps he looked Nick Mullins looked like he had command of the offense or whatever, however you want to describe it. He, you know, Addison was getting the ball. Hawkinson was getting the ball. He looked, he did not look like he was a deer in the headlights where Josh Dobbs pretty much did more and more every week. I felt like more and more that he learned the playbook. He looked more and more worried and confused every time he went on the field. Um, and then, you know, Justin Jefferson went out yesterday, so that didn't help at all either. And uh, it sounds like he might actually play on Saturday. Um, so, Let's uh let's hope they can score a touchdown because I don't I don't think they have did they score a touchdown against the Bears? Oh, they had one. 
They had they one had drive. Yes. Late. Okay. Late. Yeah. Cool. So they have they've scored one touchdown in the last two games. Um. So yeah, they need to get more points, and I, I think having Mullins out there will be it'll be better than Dobbs. I don't know how much better it'll be, but um, I'm not. I, I I'll feel better if when Mullins is out there. Um. Now if he gets hurt, then uh. They're in, then they're in trouble. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's it was interesting yesterday for sure. Painful for sure to watch. Well, Adam's got a pizza in the oven again because he ran through the entire outline. Um, oh, I did. <laughs> but we'll go over all those things. Yeah, sure. Um, at least most of them. Um, you know, here here's what I have because, you know, a win is a win. That That's something you mentioned. That's something I've heard a lot today when I've listened to all the other podcasts about the Vikings. So that that is, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Kevin O'Connell's post game speech, <laughs> you called it, was something. Yes, I I sent you. I sh- I should have posted it on Twitter. You I don't should've. know. I just you I didn't look. I I didn't like the way I looked, so that's why I didn't <laughs> post it. I'm not good at holding the cam the phone like at my You're face, fine. but You're fine. um, you know, I I basically said it was going to be something along the lines of guys, you know, uh. We didn't play our best out there. Our offense was there, but our defense stepped up. Uh, Josh, I'm really sorry. Uh, you know, my, my, I remind me of myself when I sucked as a quarterback in my career. Probably going to go to Mars, buddy. Get ready to learn Martian. Um, you know, just so. So, yeah, he basically went out there and was just like, yeah, offense. And you gave the whole defense game balls, which is didn't, what didn't did. turn it didn't turn it over. Yeah, right, I gave the right. entire defense a game ball. Because, I know he's like zero zero turnovers. Great job, <laughs> You know, I miss the days when I just like watched the Vikings game and I like was just like happy they won, right? Yeah. Not now, like we're paid to get like analytical and start looking at like what yeah. schemes do they use and all this other stuff. And like when you're an adult, it's just like, all right, I've seen you guys like go nine and eight and go in the wild card round. And Kirky say, Oh, you like that in the locker room after Kyle Rudolph pushed off in the Superdome and all this stuff. Like, I don't hate people who just want the Vikings to win each and every week, but I want something more. And I got a text from a friend. Actually, it was four texts because he was just shooting them off rapid fire. But uh, his his exact words were, how do you not like it? You have fucking issues. Go be mad, you bitch. So um, apparently friend. something's wrong with me because I uh, oh, so and sorry for anybody with kids in the car. I should have uh, warned you guys for that. But who, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know, I was, was going to say, well, first off, right now, who's streaming? In the car, that's that's impressive. Um, but I guess you could listen to it after. Um, LeBron was watching a whole bunch of games in the car yesterday. In the car, oh yeah, he's in the back seat. But all right, okay, that's that's he, he was riding along, which you know, Wes Phillips. I I don't know if he knows that's possible, but um, yeah, yeah, if Wes is streaming the hey, show, he's not going to like it. Kevin is extremely disappointed in him. But he's going to continue coaching. Okay. Here's the thing: <laughs> like, how many fucking rideshare apps are there now? Like, what is there? Uber, Lyft. Um, you, can get a, you can get a scooter. Yeah, yeah. You can get some guy on a fucking bike to carry your drunk ass home. Th- those guys have like a hotline. It's just a dude just sitting there. Hey, like your job is like to pick up the phone if somebody gets hammered and give them a ride home. He's what, like, like that's it. And and like you can't like, do it. Here's the other. He's a moron. Yeah. All right, let, let's get into that because he got pulled over for like tabs. Like if you're on the fence, like <laughs> maybe you'd just be like, you know, the tabs might actually, you know, 
get me in the spotlight or whatever. Ah, it's dark. Screw it. I'll just do it. Like, come on, dude. He's like, 40. He's 44. You should know better, right? Right. And, you know, I mean, people people lost their shit over Jordan Addison going, mm-hmm. what was it, 150? And that's stupid, too. That's stupid, is, too. Yeah. But he was not hammered while doing it, and he was doing it at 3 a.m. Not condoning it. I'm just saying, right. don't get in your car while drunk, especially when you have, like, 40, 50 other ways to get a ride home. I mean, so, don't, even, don't even, I mean, a lot of people I don't know. That, that just pisses me a off. A lot of people will disagree with it, but don't even get in the car after you've had one drink. Like, it's just not. It's not even worth it because um, you think you're fine, but you're not. Um, let's we'll move on from that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, no, 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 no. It, it was just, it was. Just it's a topic. It's important. It's we like, can't, we can't brush it aside like the Vikings. It seems. I'm like glad they, you they, asked me that question. Right, yeah, uh, sure, did you I'm not sure expect you it? Like what? Are, okay. Also, anyway. if you're West Phillips, why don't you just wait till you got to Vegas? Like why? Like you get arrested in Minnesota? You're going to Vegas the next day. Just do it the night before. Just. Um, Kevin O'Connell's got to be frustrated. It's like, I'm trying to fix my offense. My offensive coordinator is getting ripped on Friday night. That's I mean, crazy. maybe that's it. That explains that. Donatello's did he, did he draw the game plan on a cocktail napkin or what? Okay. Uh, we should probably get off of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, right. um, let, let, let's just go right into it. Let's go into Josh Dobbs who played like he was drunk on uh Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, Dobbs was more astronaut than pastronaut. 10 of 23, 63 yards, took five sacks. Uh, he threw an actual hospital ball to Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Not like, you know, that's like a term, but he actually mm-hmm. sent Justin yeah. Jefferson to the hospital because he threw it too high. Um, Alexander Madison got hurt trying to haul in a Josh Dobbs pass, which actually sucks because he was doing stuff in this game. 10 carries for 66 yards. And Kevin O'Connell was just agonizing and, you know, whatever. And waited until 10 minutes into the fourth quarter to put Nick Mullins in. Mullins went in, led the game winning drive, 9 to 13, 83 yards. But um, this is a hindsight business. This is, you know, that is podcasting. Did Kevin O'Connell make the right decision by starting Josh Dobbs? Yes. I mean, obviously not. Um, <laughs> just uh, really from the start where they go, they went three and out. Um, I think they had the first play was like a zone read and like, oh, look at that. And then, yeah. then it was just back to normal. It was like Kevin O'Connell was like, here you go. Here's your, here's your zone Josh read. Dobbs store. Everybody in that stadium, in the Raiders stadium, knew he was throwing to Justin Jefferson on that hitch. Like it was literally oh, just yeah. like, you ready, Justin? <laughs> One, two, three. Okay. And then Jack Jones should have had a pick six. Oh but my God. Yeah. The Raiders, sure the Raiders would have loved that because that would have won the, the yeah, game. Like It would have. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I understand why he did it because it was like he played so well those first two games, and then he was he, he was decent in against the Broncos, and they only lost by one. And but then he was terrible against the Bears, and he was he's literally the reason why they lost because they gave up they only gave up twelve points to the Bears, and they and they lost by two, so they definitely could have won if he didn't throw like two or three less interceptions. Um, and you we thought you know we heard all about like Dobbs staying after and meeting with O'Connell and meeting with the quarterbacks coaches and really just collaborating and figuring out what need to be fixed. And they go out and play and it's the exact fucking same thing. Like (laughs) nothing, nothing changed. Kevin O'Connell wants to run his offense, which is not like he talked. It's so weird because he talks so much about like, or or there's been so many rumors of the Vikings being involved with like trying to get a mobile quarterback. It's like, why they don't, it doesn't fit the offense. Like I'm, I'm beginning to think like this is, Maybe Quasey's kind of thought like, oh, this is the, 
this is the modern style. We need to get this kind of quarterback where Kevin O'Connell's like, uh, no, I like Kirk Cousins. I like Matthew Stafford. Um, you know, I would take Matt Ryan right now, probably if uh, he was available. Joe Flacco, he's probably watching that and being like, oh, my God, look at Joe Flacco. Um, he's but, available uh, right now. Like he's on the practice squad. You can to. you can sign yeah. him, but uh, he said that he doesn't want to sign. So he likes being. I mean, he's oh, a starter. He's a, he, so it's not like a waivers type deal. No, no, no. Like you, he has you can to decide. sign. Can yeah. Um, because sense. most of the time, well, most of the time, those guys leave the practice squad. Like when you hear about like, oh, so and so got signed because they get that they get an active roster spot. Like, yeah, Flacco knows he's already going to be on the active roster because they Kevin Stefanski yesterday said he's our starting quarterback for the rest of the season. It's more just like semantics where like they have an, they can keep an extra roster spot open with him on the practice squad for another week. So that's why he's still on. Um, but yeah, like those t- kind of quarterbacks. So it makes you think like, OK, so we're going in the draft. Maybe they would like a Bo Nix or they would like a, a J.J. McCarthy and and not really. Uh, I guess Drake May would kind of fit that role, too, as well. Um, and not, uh, you know, the kid who just won the the Heisman and, and Caleb Williams. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Like I would love to see him on the Vikings, but judging from how Kevin O'Connell likes to run his offense, I don't think it would go that well. People are like, Oh, maybe, maybe take a flyer on fields or trade for Kyler Murray. Those wouldn't work. Cause he w- doesn't want, he wants to run his offense. He wants you to, you know, put guys in the right spots, quick drop back, decide where you're going to go and throw it. Not, not Josh Dobbs where he's like back there figuring out the best throw. And if it's not there, okay, I'm going to scramble around. I'm going to run in circles and then I'm going to get a sack. No, he doesn't want that. Like even on that, that first down run that he had, I think yesterday they cut, they cut over to a shot of uh, Kevin O'Connell. It was like the first quarter and O'Connell was like mouthing like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like like he missed something, but it was, I was like, he just ran for first down. Like, I, I don't think they want a guy like Lamar Jackson back no. there, like who's, you know, he can throw. Like, here's the thing. Like, I, I think if they he had that skill set, but he could throw, like this would be, like you have to be able to throw in Kevin O'Connell's offense. Yeah, Josh Hobbs if, can't throw. No. I, he can't, not yeah. accurately. He can throw the ball if, wherever he wants, but ball placement. He, he got Justin Jefferson killed. He nearly got, uh, I mean. I think the most mobile he would no. go probably is like a Tua. Or Mahomes, like those guys can move around and and scramble if they need to, but they're not they're not a Justin Fields, they're not a Lamar Jackson, they're not you know Anthony Richardson, which is hilarious too because weren't the Vikings like weren't the rumors that the Vikings were willing to trade up for Anthony Richardson if he was falling? Well, like, I don't I don't think he like again I don't think he wants a pocket passer, but I I don't think he wants like all the this like, guy could just ninety yeah. percent of his runs are or yards are runs like right he wants a, like a guy like Drake May. He can stand in the pocket, right. but he can also run a little bit. Like yeah. even like a guy like Jaden Daniels, he can stand in the par- pocket and he can run. And he's not afraid to throw it downfield right. because he's got a high uh, big time throw rate, according to pro football focus. So I, I just don't think it's the, you know, as simple as NCAA 14, where you just get a guy who's got a four under a four, six forty, and you just run around with them and sling it all over the place i, don't I think, think. It, it might be different too like if they got someone who was more of a mobile type quarterback and had a whole entire offseason like ota yeah. and training camp and stuff yep. it's not they they've had like a month with josh dobbs and you can't really like Kevin O'Connell. you can't just like throw his playbook because he has 11 uh, 10 other people in the offense that have learned this all year and and they're like oh let's just learn a brand new which is what the panthers are doing did you know that that they yeah. started with a brand new playbook when they switched offensive coordinators that's insane yeah. that's it's uh awesome. it was written by david tepper actually 
He's like, I got some ideas, yeah, heard, guys. Well, Here you I, go. I heard his wife has had some input too, which is interesting. Um, <sighs> but it's uh, but it was clear from like the jump yesterday. They're like, okay, O'Connell, he doesn't want to run like um whatever they run in they ran in Baltimore. Um, you know, option offense. You know, RPOs back in the day, RG three. Oh, when what he was, was his name? I'm trying to think the old offensive coordinator for the Ravens. Not the current, not no, Tom I know. Duncan. I can see him in my head. He was Greg Roman. Yeah, he was with the 49ers too, and they yep. had Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that worked out well. So, like, that's the thing. Like, when they had Kaepernick, because they went from Alex Smith to Kaepernick, and that was the same offensive coordinator with the Niners, but they had a whole offseason to adjust and everything. So, like, I could see something like that, but I think he's Kevin O'Connell. If they're going to draft someone, which I, right now I think they're bringing Kirk Cousins back. Um, if you, if I yeah. put money on it. Because uh, he might be a little cheaper with uh, you know torn Achilles coming off torn Achilles. You know uh, where this is going for me okay. because this this is this segues into my next point. Okay, I think Kevin O'Connell is too loyal. Oh, and here's yeah, for sure. Here's why. So watching the game, and you may have caught this, you may have not, but uh, the play-by-play guy Kevin Kugler had this quote about Josh Dobbs from Kevin O'Connell and it said, I think a big part of this is that Josh Dobbs has been a guy that right about this time in his whole football journey, this is when people give up on Josh Dobbs. I wasn't ready to do that yet. I don't know if it's the quarterback background in me. I don't know if it's just my positive feelings towards the player in person because of what he did to basically save our season. I don't think it was fair enough. It might've been seemed easy to do like everybody has always done to this poor guy, but I wanted to give him an opportunity with after the buy with full on coaching and more immersion in the system to be able to be successful as possible. He got yeah. Justin Jefferson killed, <laughs> not, not killed, killed, but like killed. Okay. And like, you know, like, why are you flashing like your own career? Like, I remember when Bill Belichick set me down and said, Kevin, this is it. Well, it's documented on, on, Hard knocks that when he Have got you cut ever from the thought Jets. about being a coach at all, <laughs> like Kevin. Just I, come on, man. Like, and, and I, here's the thing: I think giving Dobbs the opportunity to start was not a big deal. I, I no. think it was a big. But why are you waiting until late a in the fourth, fourth quarter, quarter in a zero to zero game? Been half what do you sh- need to see? What What do you need to see? Like, it's like he gave him one more chance. Like, okay, go in the third quarter right, and, and come see on, if you man, can, I can got one do more. It. You got one more chance. You've sucked this whole game, but you got one more chance. And he's like sitting there on the sideline, just like hugging him. Just like, I'm really, I'm really sorry. I didn't want to do it. Like Mike Zimmer would have just been like, get your ass out of here. You're not on the plane. Like, I I don't care. Like, and I mean, I'm worried about this because of what it could mean for the future. You mentioned Kirk Cousins, right? And I think I agree at this point. Like we've heard this before. But the quarterback class doesn't look as good as we thought it would be. Oh, it's like every single year. It's just like there's going to be 10 different quarterbacks. It's going to be insane. <laughs> Teams are going to literally fight to the death to try and trade up in the draft to go get a quarterback. And now it's like, well, there's Caleb Williams. There's Drake May. And um, there's a lot of guys. So do you think like when they go, they mm-hmm. go to like the senior bowl or they go on like pro days and stuff. Kevin O'Connell is just going to be like, Quasi. What am I even doing here? I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I want I, my Kirky. I want Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I want my, and, and what, what scares here? me is 
you know, we've joked about it before. Kirk Cousins is the Roman Reigns of the negotiating room. He is the head of the table. Yeah. Like he he will sit down. His and agent like, is at least. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me with a $50 million guaranteed contract. And Kevin <laughs> O'Connell will be like, yes, yes, here it is. And like, I'm wondering, like, where is the checks and balances here? Like, mm-hmm. is Quasi the guy stepping in and being like, we're not doing this. Yeah. We're not giving him $50 million guaranteed. You're coming off a torn Achilles. I'll give you a 30. I'll give you whatever. But I mean, I have to sign Justin Jefferson. I have to sign Christian Derrissaw. I'd like to re-sign Daniel Hunter because yep. I think that's on the Vikings radar, especially if they somehow convince Brian Flores to stay. Like, Jordan Hicks is a free agent too. I think I'd yeah. like to sign him. And, and I mean, here, here's the other quote that kind of scared. And we talked about this after the Bears game. This was Joe Buck talking. He said, Cousins, he tore his Achilles in Green Bay. He showed up either the next day or the oh, day yeah. after at a club <laughs> function on Halloween. And there he was serving meals on Thanksgiving. He is a special guy. He's someone that Kevin O'Connell is desperate to be bring back. He's a free agent to be, but not as mobile as we'll see Dobbs here tonight. Like, like I am afraid and, and like, I'm going to save it until we talk about Brian Flores a little bit first, but this, this does not sit well with the future. You need to have a way to build a roster around Kirk Cousins and giving him this astronomical amount because Kyle Shanahan's still drooling, even though he's got an MVP at quarterback right now. Not the way to go. Like, and so, I mean, games like this kind of make me go, I don't know, man. I think they're bringing back Kirk and I think they're going to pay him way too much. I got to sidetrack here because I just saw something and I have to show it to you. I'm, sure. I'm just uploading it right now. Um, this is, uh, <laughs> this is really, okay. The Giants are playing the Packers tonight in Monday Night Football. You know, Tommy DeVito or whatever. Hey, are they yeah. already playing? I thought it was a seven start. Um, uh, no, they're not playing right now, but I mean, okay. it's the pregame stuff or whatever. So I just saw yeah. this online. This is Tommy DeVito's H for, for real. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to give you some concrete <laughs> oh shoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That guy, that guy looks like he should manage. What's that dude's name in NXT right now? That's like the yeah, no, yeah, the mob but, dude. Tony, the D- yeah, Tony D'Angelo is that is? I think that's the hockey player. <laughs> but oh my god, it's like <laughs> so perfect. Oh he gets, my god, he gets, he gets guaranteed gabagool for the rest of his life. I wonder. Oh, I wonder man. if he just like was like, I'm gonna be on national TV. I'm going all out. Oh <laughs> I'm bringing the suit. It's so perfect. That's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's Tommy. Mean, it's probably like his uncle's. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, his mom makes his bed, so she does a lot for him. But that's that's very common uh, in the Italian family lifestyle. Uh, Dobbs. Yeah, he should have been benched at halftime. Like it. It. It was very obvious. They weren't, they had no points. They had like, I don't even think they had a hundred total yard. What, what more do you need to see? Like I think you're going to make so, these adjustments in the, in halftime when we know like most teams really don't make any adjustments at halftime. So they have like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, Let's take a dump and get back out there. Yeah. Basically. So have a couple uncrustables and orange slices and get back out there. Um, so Mullins really should have been the guy out there, especially because Dobbs wasn't, he wasn't getting the ball to Hawkinson. Addison was a ghost. Every time he threw to KJ Osborne, it bounced off his hands. I'm kind of wondering if those were those drops were partially because of Dobbs, either like throwing. There was a couple that just hit Osborne in the hand and he dropped them, but a couple that were maybe thrown probably not where they should have been. And then as soon as Mullins comes in, oh, KJ Osborne, you can catch again. It's weird how that happens. He gets the ball to Addison. He comes in. He gets the ball to Hogginson. You know, gets he get he got the ball to Johnny Munt. Um, like, does he have the same agent as? Uh... DeVito or you would think so. 
No, Mullins has the Johnny same agent Mutt. as uh, yeah. oh Johnny. Mutt. He's the he's the mole. <laughs> uh, Mullins has the same agent as Kirk Cousins, I believe. Uh, yes, the so. head of the table, head of the negotiation. Yeah, that's his new Sean Mannion, which is fine. He's much better than Sean Mannion. So that that's Kirk Cousins. That's his bloodline. He's got Nick Mullins <laughs> on one side. He's got his agent on the other. He's got uh, Sean Mannion. Sean Mannion just chilling in the background. And Kyle who's is like the wise the, man. Who's like the Sami Zayn hype guy? Who's just like going all like crazy with that, and then all of a sudden he just goes. Got to be Dobbs, oh, right? What's that? The oh Dobbs. yeah, it's got to be Dobbs. Dobbs is like the new guy that they and just Kyle, like added in. They don't know if they could trust him, but <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's the the wise man. No, <laughs> my name. <laughs> ah, never mind. We're... Uh... If you don't like wrestling. We apologize. Yeah. Like, if it's his first time, like, why are they talking about W? There's like been 10 since I've watched. No, 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 no. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, let's talk about the defense. You want to talk about the defense? Cause I think the defense was really good yesterday. They are good. Uh, Kevin O'Connell actually called them a championship level defense. He he during better. his, yeah, during <laughs> his, uh, post game speech, the Vikings earned their first shutout since a 16 to nothing win against the Packers on December 23rd, 2017. I think it was a Saturday game. Yeah, that was, uh, Case Keenum doing the skull chant when he was leaving. Yeah. Rainbow. That was very euphoric. Just like Packers started Brett Hundley. Now they have, uh, the third coming Jesus Christ, Jordan Love at quarterback. But, uh, Great. Ivan Pace Jr. is the highest grade defensive player in week seven or week 14 coming into, uh, tonight's action. The Raiders were held to 202 total yards, and now the Vikings defense is 5th in points allowed, 11th in yards allowed, 10th in net yards per attempt, 5th in yards per carry, and 10th in turnover percentage. So, here's my question. Let's go two ways. I was going to ask if the Vikings are a defensive team now, but do they have a championship-level defense in your mind? I mean, if you put this defense... Well, just, let's just think if you put this defense with uh, the Chiefs or I mean, the Cowboys don't need it. Their defense is already good. Uh, the Cowboys or the Bills, like, yeah, you'd, you'd be a favorite for the Super Bowl easily. Um, so Even if you yes. had Kirk Cousins, I mean, the Vikings, yeah. I think, would really be cooking right now. For sure. Um, the Lions could use some help on defense. They have fallen <laughs> far. Oh, we'll talk about the Lions later. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I think it is. I think he is right. And he had to say that. <laughs> yesterday when it's like we got you three points that's we needed we needed you today really 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 bad <laughs> so thanks thanks for that he's better be buying brian flores dinner like all week long um but it's for free at the facility it's not the cardinals facility correct do that take him uh, out for a nice steak at mayonnaise or something yeah Just and like, i think hey, it's man. and i think the cool thing is it's getting better um it's gotten better as the season's gone along They've gotten pretty pretty lucky with some injuries. I know Jordan Hicks is out right now, but Ivan Pace obviously have stepped has stepped in very nicely. Um, you know, Makai Blackman has has really stepped up um, and made Quasi uh, second draft class look much better. Uh, Jordan Addison obviously in that as well. Um, Sheldon Day has like surprisingly been playing well the last few weeks. Just a guy who's kind of on the bench and kind of found his. I think he started yet. Um, Daniel Hunter, DJ Wanham's having an amazing season. Um, conveniently in a contract year, so he'll get paid next year. Um, and then you know, Metellus playing out of his mind, playing. They they listed every, <laughs> they were like all the positions he played, every position. Um, so it's like, why don't you just say that he's played every position? Because I guess he's a football more, player. Basically. It's more aesthetically yeah. pleasing when you list twelve positions, you know, on the field, eleven positions. Um, but yeah, their defense is really good. You know, the Raiders' offense not that great, but they. 
they've been okay the last few weeks. Like they have Devontae Adams, they have Josh Jacobs. Um, their quarterback isn't god awful, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I know they'd played real, and and the Vikings just held the Bears to what what twelve points. Not that they have an amazing offense either, but they they were able to contain Justin Fields and prevent him from really doing anything um, bad against them. So yeah, I, I do think it's championship defense. They just have to. <laughs> fix the offense like if and they got four weeks like this is if you want to heat up going to the playoffs that's the time to do it um because you're on fire like look at the niners they're they look unstoppable and they go in the playoffs like this like and look at the eagles they're they're going on the way down they're they'll probably be in the playoffs but no one's no one probably thinks that they're gonna make the super bowl now with the way they've been playing um so i do think it's a championship defense the offense just needs uh, a lot of fixings yeah, I, I'm kind of looking at the comments right now. Uh, loyal viewer, digits with a whole yeah. bunch on. They found it on the side of a truck, I believe he said. Um, he said, purple people leaders taught we need more than defense just to win a Super Bowl. And then he goes yeah. on to say, uh, the Vikings don't have a championship defense because they need a bigger offensive line to bully Philly and the 49ers. I don't um, know. I think the offensive line has been pretty good this year. I think he's talking about the defensive line. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so well, I mean, it is a no-name defensive line. I understand that, but the Vikings scheme, I think, makes up for that because they just are so blitz-heavy and you don't know who's coming when or from where. I think that makes up for any sort of uh, talent on the defensive line. And their rush defense is really good. Like, even the, they, even though they don't really have, like, a pro bowler a fifth on the in yards per line. carry. Like I said, yeah. Yeah. So like so. going against an offensive line, like the Niners and facing Christian McCaffrey, obviously is, is way different. Um, but I would feel comfortable with them going against them than a lot of other teams in the NFL right now, but they beat the 49ers already. They, they, they did without Debo Samuel. And listen, there's four weeks like left in the season plenty, right now, plenty of time for Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel to get hurt in a meaningless, you know, week 17 or 18 game. And, Oh, I ruined our Kyle Shanahan's like, it ruined our seat. T- toss him into a, uh, crossing route for, Oh, you know, yeah. up 34, 44 points. Um, you know, I mean, I look at this defense and I, I love what Flores has done. He basically created a brand new scheme, nobody's really prepared for it. Nobody will be prepared for it until the end of the year, really. And, you know, at this point, I think, yes, he's suing the NFL. So, I mean, that is something to be considered. But I mean, if, if people are kind of looking past that and going, yeah, but this dude's a really good coach. Like we should probably like, who else are we going to get? That's better. Like, I mean, there's Eric B People have been saying that he, he, I don't know what's going like. Some people might be using him to check a box off for the Rooney yeah, rule during sure. a coaching search. I, I'm sure oh, that's that ob- happens. That's always obvious. When they yes. But like, oh, Leslie Frazier's coming in for an interview. It's like, okay, he's like 65. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, there's also tales of the enemy going at players. Right, right. Like it's the Zimmer thing, right? Where yeah. you have, you know, so many times that, did, was you he? Know, you rub people the wrong no, way. They're under, just like, but he was under Childress, right? He wasn't. He wasn't ever with Zimmer. Correct. Yeah, I don't think um, he was here with Zimmer. The but. team that they played yesterday, the Vikings, the Raiders. I would look at them as a possible uh, Brian Flores destination because the Raiders mm-hmm. are known for just doing whatever the NFL doesn't want them to do. Um, so I, I would, I would view them as a possibility, especially because, uh, like, their defense was. It was good yesterday. Was obviously, good yesterday they held them. to Max Granted. Crosby is insane. Um, 
Like he, his his knee was he's hurt. playing apparently on one his, leg yeah, too. Apparently his knee was hurt. It didn't look like it. Yeah. Um, he's really good. Um, but yeah, I would see. I could see Brian Flores going to Vegas or something like that. Like the thing with Vegas or excuse me, Flores leaving is it brings me back to my like too loyal point because like I mean I was joking like you're going all in for the defensive coordinator. What are you doing? But at the same time too. A, the draft class didn't turn out to be as strong as we had hoped. And by the time the draft hits, we could probably just be like, oh, my God, this is so deep. Look at all this, like four quarterbacks in the top 10. Just like, really going to spend a top 10 pick on Bo Nix, huh? Okay, okay. Good good luck with that. Um I, th- I think the thing is with this defense before we went we went in the season, we were like, Oh, if he can just get this defense to average, this te- the Vikings are gonna be good because the offense is gonna be fine. Uh we didn't ant- anticipate Kirk Top Cousins 10. getting hurt, Justin Jefferson getting hurt, the offense, you know, pooping the bed the last few weeks with backup quarterbacks in there. The defense is great, it's fine. Yeah. Like, but but this is the scenario that we we're like we didn't envision. So like we're gonna be like, Oh, if if Brian Flores is leading, that means the defense is good. So that's good for the Vikings. And it's like, it's but, not but, because they need him. <laughs> but you, yes. And, and here's the problem. So like next year, uh, let's say, let's just say, because I agree with you. I think right now, I think the, the money is on Kirk Cousins coming back to Minnesota. Yeah. I think maybe he'll use another team as leverage to get a couple extra bucks. That's just kind of how Kirk they got to find a way to not put a no trade clause in there, though. They have to do correct. That. They have yeah. to do that. Do not pull a Bill Guerin. Like, I, I I know you're not a hockey fan. So no. basically what Bill Guerin did <laughs> well, was he, he signed like three or four guys in their mid-30s <laughs> to yeah. contract extensions. And he put no move clauses on each of them, which is basically a n- no trade. So then uh, Jesse Pierce, friend of the Homer Horn. She hasn't been on the Viking Age. I want to get her on here yeah, once because yeah. she does. She does some Viking stuff. So check yes, her out. They do the before I die. Yes. Yep. Um, so she uh, asked Bill Garrett, she's like, why are you doing all these no move clauses? And Bill goes, Garrett goes, you like, they like them. You think? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, you're not getting traded. And now you're getting paid. Oh, yeah, dude, that's totally awesome. Yeah. Where do I sign? Like every player would want a no trade clause. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it puts the power. Maybe not, okay. Maybe not wide receivers because, you know. They're like a week to week kind of happiness sort of thing where, you know, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, I don't know. All those guys are like, trade me. No, I'm going, I'm, everything's fine. I don't know. But, but it gets back to my point. Loyalty, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Brian Flores leaves. Brandon Staley, Staley is going to be the defensive coordinator. <sighs> Which... That dude is getting fired and Kevin O'Connell, you know, damn well, he's oh, going to yeah. be like, Hey, you know, uh, he's my, I know he's a good coach. I, I worked with him in Los Angeles where our families are good friends after bonding. You know, I thought I'd bring him in and see what happened. Like, he's overseeing one of the worst defenses in the NFL in terms of yards allowed right now. And again, there's a really good piece by another friend of the show who has not been on yet. Lindsey Young uh, wrote about how they bonded over the COVID thing. But I mean, Mike Zimmer, outside of a few cases, there was no loyalty there. I mean, Case Keenum saved their season. He didn't give a shit. (laughs) Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs had the Minneapolis miracle. Get your ass out of here. We're not throwing the ball more. He Kevin Stefanski, yeah. Clint Kubiak, like just, and, and I mean, it was good because it was checks and balances. And I think like I, like I said with the cousins thing earlier, I think Quasey is that checks and balances yeah. where if, if it does not fit financially, he's not going to bend over backwards to do it. That's why Adam Thielen, Eric Kendricks, and Dalvin Cook aren't on this team. Yeah, they probably would have liked to keep them. And man, we would be having some discussions if they did. But I mean, it's just 
the loyalty and like the undying like player thing. I just this team needs checks and balances. Yeah, I think I think his approach is, is has been good for the the team though compared to what they came out of. Obviously, there's some adjusting, and he's only in his second year as a head coach, so he'll he'll yes. learn as well to not become maybe so attached to to people. But that's kind of just the way he is. I feel like as, even just as a person, where he just he, he wants you to know that like if you're like a the you know the 53rd guy on the roster he cares just as much about you as he does you know Kirk Cousins or something like that's just the way he approaches everything which is fine um but you know there there comes a time when you gotta you know put your foot down and make a decision that that is going to benefit your team and not you know just because you're afraid it might uh, ruffle some feathers with your friendship or something that you have with someone it's it's business like it's it's you know to quote more wrestling stuff it's best for business if you just you know go with the right choice i the thing is with flores i don't even know does he have like an assistant defensive head coach or like who's somebody who knows the scheme that can just stay here and run the same scheme because like i feel like it's all just his like solo project <laughs> but he, he's just, yeah he pissed everybody off like yeah. that one guy went to clemson mike smith's gone mike Patton. i don't mike think Patton's he's there around. he's he's there oh, okay. he's, he's he's the assistant head coach but yeah. i don't know um so i don't know like if there's someone that can kind of just like stick around because i know when he left the dolphins there was another guy there who kind of ran the same kind of scheme um but then they fired him last year and, or, and hired um the old guy what's his name uh, Fangio. Fangio. um so right? yeah that that's that's what because I, I like this defense i like it a lot it's it's fun to watch yeah um and you can't say that a lot about about a lot of defenses because just you just don't know where anything's going to come um, I guess he got it from I think it's Pat Narduzzi. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he was there. he was at uh, Pittsburgh, and right. Pittsburgh has their practice. Oh yeah, they're right, next, right to, next to the Steelers yep. facility. So yeah, I mean, hire him some lunch and like, what's that? Hire Narduzzi as your defensive coordinator. You know? um, <laughs> in the in the FC, it's funny you mentioned that because in the FCS landscape, there was some big news over the weekend. Uh, North Dakota State's head coach is actually stepping down uh, from his job. You want to guess oh. what job he took? Oh, some like shitty Division One coordinator job. USC linebackers coach. I bet you he gets paid more there, though. Yeah, he definitely does. And he gets to live yeah. in Southern California. Um, Correct. As opposed he... to Fargo. <laughs> Who, yeah. Didn't their basketball team just destroy someone yesterday? Yeah, they, they played like a school that has like ninety the kids in the blind or something. <laughs> yeah. It was like one fourteen. Great like, job, guys! But that felt really good. Fourteen or something. Yeah. yeah, felt really good beating you. Know, uh, like you want to run with, through the? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say like the kids with cancer team, pretty much just a charity game and just destroyed them. It's like, have you heard that? Um, what was that? Was it Cardell Jones? Mm-hmm. That tweet. <laughs> Everyone's like, everyone's so mad at me that I beat this kid like a hundred to seven and Madden. He's like, it was actually 121 to seven. Okay. <laughs> no mercy. Yeah. Probably the time of the kid's life. Um, you want to run through these injuries quick before we go to the playoff picture? Sure. Um, Justin Jefferson, of course. Um, I've been waiting to kind of drop this throughout the show because I don't know. I've never seen this guy, but Gronk goaded uh, had Justin Jefferson. In his fantasy team, um, <laughs> just don't go to his mentions, man. That's yeah. it's all that's all we need here. Um, it was a chest injury. What's that? The reason why it's called fantasy. Correct. 
uh, it was a chest injury for Justin Jefferson. Uh, Kevin O'Connell said that tests were encouraging. So he is day to day. Vikings, of course, have a short week because they'll play the Bengals on Saturday. So uh, we'll see if he'll get going. Uh, yeah, the Jake Browning, Jake Browning against Nick Mullins, just as we all uh, <laughs> predicted. Uh, Brian O'Neill sprained his ankle. He was in a walking yeah. boot after the game. Yeah. That is never a good sign unless yeah. you're Trevor Lawrence and have Tony Khan in your backyard. So you just drop some perks. I mean, he, um, he got smoked a bunch of times by Mac, Max Crosby. So I'm not surprised that he got injured. He was yeah, there, was that one, there was that one, too. He got a holding penalty on a sack. Yeah, like, he was like falling down. And Mark Sanchez said, count it in the foul. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I like that call. I didn't like Sanchez overall, but I like that call. Nah, yeah. Uh, um, Alexander Madison sprained his ankle. He's probably day to day, I would assume. Um, anybody gonna, else? Uh, didn't Dalton Reisner go down? He did. But he came back. Yeah. He, so, but that I wouldn't be surprised if he's like limited or whatever yeah. this week because he was probably running on adrenaline uh, for the rest of the game. Uh, I don't think anybody that was like, there was a bunch of people that like went down yesterday. I was like, geez, Louise. Yeah. Um, it was the football gods were trying to throw as many lightning bolts. Like, dude, it is not your year. Like you need to stop this. Like, and I think the Justin Jefferson thing was he went to the hospital just for like precaution. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see like if he did, you know, break a rib or if something internal, like he lacerated a kidney or something like that. Like you just, you can't tell from the outside. So you have to, see that stuff and I, I I don't think that they assume that he had a serious injury. I think they just took him to the hospital to make sure that it wasn't serious. It turns out that it's not. I think they described it as something like I think it might have been Pelicero that described it as like bruising. Um just like a bruise in, internal bruise or something like that. Um it's gonna hurt and it, but he can wear like a, he can wear the Kirk Cousins flak jacket. TJ uh, Hawkinson did that. Yeah like that dude like is like a crash test. And he had like twelve catches. Yeah. He was flying all over the place. So and my, I'm going to assume that if Nick Mullins plays, he's not going to put Justin Jefferson out to dry um, in the middle of the field. But yes, maybe he will. Um, <laughs> but I think there's a and at the same time, if Justin Jefferson doesn't play, they they've played well without him. Um, they've done pretty well. So if he has to sit out again, I know people are going to be mad, but would you rather have him healthy against the Lions than the Bengals, who a team you can probably beat without him? You're, I feel like you're discounting Jake Browning. I feel I like am, it's a punchline, but I mean, he's, him, but he's been playing well, been playing really well. <laughs> I am discounting him because I saw because I saw him in training camp, you know, two or three years ago when he could barely throw. Yes, um, he had to be lifted off the field because like he threw like ninety passes in one one training camp. He was the only quarterback. Uh, yes, he's smart. He is playing well. I will give I will give him I will give more credit to the coaching staff probably than I would Browning right now for how well he's playing. So we have four games left in the season and uh, the Vikings are coming down the stretch. I don't know what kind of transition I was going for there, but (laughs) um, let's talk about the playoff picture. Shall we? Uh, The standings right now, uh, number one in the NFC, the 49ers they are 10 and three. They're the NFC West leader and they have a first round bye. As they the top the, seed. I think they clinched the playoffs. Yes, good for spot, them. Spot, I think because they, they beat because they beat the Niners and they beat the the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they beat the Eagles and the Cowboys. They, oh, they the didn't Niners. beat themselves, but they <laughs> well, will when they yeah. practice too hard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, coming into a playoff game, I'm sure, and then they'll be like injuries, yeah. and like we would have won if nobody got hurt. I'm like, yeah. this is Madden, man. Um, the Cowboys, ten and three. Who gonna stop them? NFC East leader. They pounded the Eagles last night. Did you see the fight by those two fans in the concourse? No, no. Yeah. T- 
two dudes just swinging hands by the memor- memorabilia. Um, oh, no, <laughs> just just to get. Yeah. One of, one of the things went down. I was just like, watch, watch the Kobe jersey. Watch right? the Kobe jersey. Right? Like that doesn't need to happen. Uh, third seed, the Lions are nine and four. They're the NFC North leader. They lost to the Bears yesterday. It should be eight and five. Buccaneers, six and seven, NFC South leader. Ooh. They beat Atlanta. They jumped into that spot. Then you have the wild card teams, Eagles at 10 and three, wild card one. The Vikings, seven and six at wild card two. And the Packers, six and six. They're the third wild card. They play the Giants tonight. So, uh, get ready to have okay. your eyes pried open to watch Jordan Love once again. Let's go to Vito. Teams outside of the playoff picture, the Rams, Seahawks, Falcons, and Saints are all six and seven. So we got no a log jam here. But no luck yesterday. Yes. Uh got a log jam here. But if the season ended today, the Vikings would face the Lions. Now you have two games left for the Lions. Haven't played them yet. That'll be Christmas Eve, the first one at U.S. Bank Stadium. And of course, the last one. Are they officially doing the whiteout or yeah. is that just your hunch? No, they they announced. They announced it. Okay. Like a YouTube video and everything. Well, that'll be fun. I wish they would still wish they would do a white helmet at some point. Yeah. yeah. That would maybe be kind of cool to go with it. But maybe down the road. Um. So you would go to Detroit if the season ended today. Yeah, you, that's you scared of that or no, not at all. <laughs> With the so, way they've been, they've been playing their defense is just like ever since the bye, their defense just <clears> been giving up so many points. Um, and if the Vikings can, and I feel good about the Vikings defense pressuring Jared Goff because it seems like that's just the formula to to rattle him. It's just give him pressure all day long, and he looks like Jared Goff like his last season in the Rams um, when he got let go. Or traded, I guess. Um, like so when yeah. Sean McVay like went to the I have the controller and I'm right. playing as you. He would literally go to the line, well, which is which is pretty much what O'Connell did when what in Dobbs' first game mm-hmm. when he was with when they played the Falcons. Um, yeah, I'd re- I think the Lions are your ideal opponent in the first round because you don't you don't want to play the Niners not right now at least unless they get, someone gets injured because they. They are just pummeling everybody, offense and defense. Um, and then the Cowboys look pretty good. I know the Eagles are kind of down, but most people were assuming that the Eagles were capable of beating the Cowboys last night. And the Cowboys destroyed. Um, and then the Eagles might be like the second team that you want to face um, if they end up winning the, the NFC East. Obviously, people are gonna be like, you want to face the Bucks or the Falcons or the Saints, whoever wins the NFC South. Yeah, that would that would be good, too. But I don't think the Vikings are going to. You're not getting do that. there with four games left you're three games back with four to go so they would also lose that game they would be the team that would lose that game (laughs) you're like oh that nfc south a miracle like what was that year Uh, that was the beast quake year where uh i think the seahawks were seven and nine yeah they won the division they hosted the saints who were like 11 and five and then marshall lynch just ran over everybody I miss that dude. That was like ten years ago. Oh, actually, it's it's more awesome when he shows up now because you don't know what's going to happen. Right? It's just like, what what was it? The slam ball tournament? He showed up and he's like, if this was Sonic, he'd have all his rings knocked out. Like, he did the. He went. Didn't he visit the Amish? I think there was like a segment before the Vikings game when they played yeah. the Eagles, and he like went and visited the Amish. Yeah, that was uh that was something. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so Detroit, I agree with you. Their defense sucks. Like they got problems on that side of the ball right now. Um, their splits indoor outdoor are a little concerning. They're a lot better team uh, indoors than oh, going yeah. outdoors. And 
you know, no matter what the Vikings do, if they somehow come back and win the division, I mean, let's see, they're two games back right now. So, I mean, you beat them twice and then, I don't know, you beat Jesus Christ, the third coming uh, on New Year's well, Lions Eve. Have, Lions have a tough schedule, too. They have to play the Broncos. They play on Saturday, too. They play the Broncos and then they play the Cowboys. Yeah, they got to well. go to Dallas, right? Yep. Who going to stop them? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That means it's so <laughs> stupid. Who going to stop Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, Halen Hurst, and Andy Dalton? Who going to stop them? Didn't that tight end just get like amnesia or something? Yeah, he that? got hit so hard. Like, oh he got, I mean, I, I make it sound like funny, but it's, it's not so bad. Obviously, but it's just like he got, he literally got hit so hard that he like he forgot where he was. amnesia. Yeah. yeah. Like who he was and where he was. And like yeah. Hayden Hurst, too, his story. I, there's Didn't he have depression thing. and stuff. Yep. He had really bad depression and yeah. like actually like tried to commit suicide and stuff. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that's one life. of the guys you cheer for. Uh, yeah from a human level but i mean <laughs> man like outside of the indoor outdoor thing like i need to see the vikings be able to handle dan campbell before i just say oh it's just the lions <laughs> like dan yeah. campbell ha- could be 4-0 against the viking like yeah. i will keep saying that until they beat dan campbell soundly because dan campbell has had those games in his hands and he fumbled to away so maybe that's another argument you could use that hey playing the lions wouldn't be so bad but i mean outside of justin jefferson i would i would take their entire offense over the Vikings. oh yeah right now yeah and i mean the vikings have some good players but i mean amon ross st brown yeah uh, jameer gives offensive imagine them signing david montgomery i mean but he's a running back and has no soul so there's that yeah just nice looking offense there the defense little sketchy um and so, the backup, yeah. they got good backups too. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, kid from Tennessee, your favorite. Hendon Hooker, yeah, twenty five. He'll be twenty six next month. He'll be thirty when he gets to play. Yeah, when he's recovered from his <laughs> ACL. So that that's pretty much it right now. We'll see uh, what happens with that. Um, I have this on the outline, so I'll just ask. See the end of the Chiefs game. We have to be careful too. The owners of fan sided are Chiefs fans, so <laughs> we have to be a little careful here, but. CEO was at the game yesterday. And see, yes. And he was probably like, Cody's not offside since he's well, like three. We had, a, we had a company meeting today or whatever this morning, and he was in there, and he, he said he had like his voice was lost because he was yelling at the ref so much yesterday. I was like, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, but I did see. Well, when you're there, you probably can't tell, if you, right? If you have time, I, I don't mean, know if you saw, but if you have time, go look up. There's a clip from Dan Orlovsky where he showed uh Kadarius Tony that was not the first time he lined up offsides all game that was the first time they called it he lined up like five or six times throughout the game uh, that's just where he lined up and he never checked with the refs like he never you know, yeah. most guys will like you see, you see Justin that's what those guys are doing like when you see Justin Jefferson or Addison mm-hmm. or whatever point on the side they're like I'm I'm good they do that at the high yeah, school like level. I'm good and he's like yeah sure whatever um sometimes they say you're good and then they call you those guys are fucking assholes um but that's what they're doing and Tony never did that um and then he was clearly offsides. Like I know Patrick Mahomes is pissed because that's a penalty they really don't call. Um, and they had an awesome play that would have won the game. At the same time, 
they threw the flag before the play was even like going. So it wasn't like they threw the flag after the play and they were like, oh, we think he was offsides. Well, in his mind, too, I'm sure he saw the flag and was just like, free play, yeah. let's go. He thought and somebody else was probably off. He thought Bill's player was probably offside. But yeah. and then you know, Travis Kelsey's legacy is just his Hall of Fame legacy is tarnished <laughs> now because of that play. You won't be able to watch Nobody the will. NFL films. Sorry. It's going to ruin Mahomes' legacy. Like, guys, this is like you guys get so many calls like your rep the ref when they played the Vikings told your cornerback to put his helmet back on because he was going to get penalized if he didn't do it. And you're like, oh, the refs are out to get us. No, come on. Come on. I think the most entertaining part of this is like the overreaction yeah. of chiefs and national media right now so like yeah there, there's the whole like nobody will know who travis kelsey ever was <laughs> now that that play's gone like like he's not dating <laughs> taylor swift like by the way baron corbin yeah. hanging out with yeah, taylor swift go. and the chiefs i i wonder what that conversation so uh what do you do i think pro wrestler I, oh I think he's where did he well he played <laughs> he's the a NFL. big chiefs he played fan. The NFL. yes he was with the cardinals and the packers yeah, I believe. He, was, he was like roommates with um mcafee i think he was with the McAfee. Colts too so he was with the Colts too, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think I want to say he was friends. He's friends with Kelsey, I think. Um, he hmm. somebody had to be for him to get in there. Um, because I have to, I have to feel like the the, the Kelsey Suites probably got a pretty high security uh, these days. I'm sure it's a blast. <laughs> oh <though>. yeah. <laughs> once you get in there, Just looking around. Yes, once you once you get once in, you go through uh, like the nine metal detectors that you have to go through. <laughs> get in there. Um. Yeah. I. I mean that too. And then they're like. Well, now Patrick Mahomes is going to have to play a playoff game on the road. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Like peasants. Oh, like no. those peasants. He's not going to have. You know, you know who has a uh, road playoff win? Kirk. Kirk yeah. Cousins. Yeah. He's even going to be on the Manning cast. Tonight. I did see that. And I'm sure like, he's not going to say anything about his contract. Um, right. He's going to be like, oh, Kirk, you're going to resign Minnesota. He's like, oh, I'd love to. I love, love Minnesota. I love being here. Everything about this place is the best. He's going to say all that stuff. I would, I would love it even more if I got 50 million a year. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sure he'll have yeah. some. Who, who's playing that? The Packers and Giants. Yeah, which. And then which the, what the game Dolphins and Titans? Why are they, why are yes. they playing at the same time? What, what is. Money, money. But wouldn't so. you make more money if they were playing at separate times? Or. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I if you do a late Monday night game, nobody we'll will start watch the other that. one early. And like before and then, then they do that with like the like, Jets and like COVID years. Well, they did that with like the Jets yeah. and Bills earlier this year. The first the first yeah. Monday night when when Rodgers got hurt, the game started at like I want to say six. Well, it's a mood point anyway. We're gonna be watching CM Punk like <laughs> talk shit. Supposed to decide tonight. It's gonna be if great. He's gonna go to NXT or not. where is he gonna sign? It's oh, the other definitely. big contract. I'm going. I'm going back to AEW. Oh, OVW. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I know OVW. Yes. Um, let's close it here. What do we got going on at the Viking Age? Um, we're just trying to make sense of uh, everything that's going on, just like everyone else is. I feel like. Um, I think I want, we're going to do mock draft this week. Somebody will do it. Um, just, just kind of reactionary to the, the expected Dobbs benching. Because uh, I think we're all assuming that's going to happen, um, and then kind of look ahead. Maybe some some players that should have we'll look at some players that should probably have some some less playing time. Dobbs included. Um, I mean, Greg Joseph. How are we feeling about him? like he made a field goal yesterday, but he also missed one. Um, speaking of loyalty, like they have been probably too loyal to him. Uh, I then there was that punt that at the, the pooch, end of yeah, the, the pooch kick or whatever that was. Yeah, yeah uh, that they didn't kick to the side. They just kicked in the middle and then. 
almost gave up a kick return because they had the field goal team on the field. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do that, maybe have some guys who can so, actually, you know, cover a return in case that happens. Uh. Some ideas look better on paper than they do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if in real life. I think Kevin O'Connell, that was another instance where they panned to him and he was like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> you called it, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. No, I think sometimes those guys have free reign, like the special teams coach. It's like, okay, we're going to, if you see something, you know, run this. Cause I think the Niners yesterday, the punter, I think Shanahan said after the game that the punter called like their fake himself because he just said he either like bobbled the ball or he saw something different and he ran for like 20 yards. Um, so sometimes that just happens. But yeah, I think I would think yesterday that thing was 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 planned. Uh, Viking Age, you know, just all the fun stuff, previews, matchups. Um, and I'm going to I'm starting to look at some end of the year stuff, too, as well, like kind of the top moments that have, have gone through the year. I Looking back, kind of like forgetting like, oh, yeah, they fired a Donatel. They hired Brian Flores. There was a whole, um, you know, all those free agents that didn't come here that we wanted to come here. Uh, you know, eh, all the rumors about the Vikings trading up to, in, in the draft, uh, you know, the quarterback Netflix series. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff that's happened in, in the last year that we forget about. All right, so that'll be fun to kind of look back and, and reminisce about uh, some of the good and bad memories. But uh, yeah, follow the Viking Age on Twitter, well, X, uh, and Facebook, and also, you know, subscribe to this awesome YouTube. And uh, where can people follow you on oh, social media? Adam Patrick NFL on Twitter and X and Threads. Threads is hopping now. You can do hashtags. So everyone's Ian Rappaport's on there, Schefter's on there, Woj is on there. The Matt, I, I saw the. Somebody labeled it the mass exodus is is happening right now. So uh, jump on the threads boat while you can. Um, it's a lot more pleasant over there right now than uh, Twitter, um, which isn't saying much. But it's just uh, for now, it's a it's a better time. I, I was on there more yesterday during the game than I was on on uh, Twitter. And I had a much more enjoyable experience. But yeah, go follow me there if you want. Well, that's all the time we have for the Viking Age podcast today. By the way, you can follow me at the real Chris Shad uh, threads. I got to get on the threads thing, too, because I don't know. Like you said, it's just kind of more enjoyable experience. <laughs> yeah. But well, we'll we'll get there. Um, that's all the time we have for the Viking Age podcast today. We do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you consume us, don't forget to rate, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode and we can send the word to the masses. For Adam Patrick, I am Chris Shad. This has been the Viking Age podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.